Welcome to One Step Better, the podcast from Works. We're tackling topics to give you insight on a practical level to help your employees thrive in your organization and to help you become one step better every day towards being the leader that you want to be. Now, let's kick it over to the Works team. Hello, everybody. This is Mike Schaefer. Welcome to another episode of the One Step Better podcast. With me today, I have Matt Patrick, and we're going to talk about something that's really important for all business owners, leaders to understand, and that is community. The idea of having people around you that are going to help, that are going to push you in the right direction, that are not going to distract you from doing your core mission. And, and so, Matt, thanks for joining me today. Glad to be part of it. I'm really excited to talk about community because I think community as a just a general big picture idea is extremely important for business leaders specifically, but just really people in general. Absolutely. To have people around them they can talk. So talk to me a little bit about whenever you have a question, you have a thought, you have an idea that you want to get some feedback on, what are your first steps? Where do you go to get that feedback? What's your sounding? Whatever person like? is standing right next to me when I have a thought. No. Like um, the barber. Yeah, 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 exactly. No, I, you know, in the very beginning of the firm, I started obviously with my wife, Mandy, my parents, any friends I knew that owned a business. I used my dad and his brothers who owned a business for a long time as resources. But now over time, as we've continued to grow, I mean, I've been fortunate enough to find a number of communities. I've got a couple of really core communities that I really rely on. I've got my, what we call our financial review group, but it's a group inside of our PASBA association that I'm, my best friends are in that group. And that is my immediate sounding board. I've got a couple of people in that group even there that are like the instant call. If something were to happen to me, I know they'd be the ones who'd be running the firm. I'm very fortunate to have that. Um, that took a long time to develop and it also didn't come naturally. It's something you have to build and, you know, it's trust and relationship that has to start from the ground up. Any decision that you make without a people around you that are going to encourage you, point you in the right direction is going to be a decision that's made with a lack of insight because everybody has yep. blind spots. Everybody has things about themselves that they don't understand or implications of something that they're going to do that they don't quite understand. Having a lack of community is a really big area that can be potentially dangerous for small yeah. business leaders to make a decision that, well, you know, I didn't really think about that. And next thing you know, I got my business is falling apart or right. you know, really bad financial decision or whatever it may be. How do you suggest people go about finding a group or people around them that's going to be a good quality sounding board? Well, it, it starts with, in my opinion, you want to make sure you first have a true belief in what you know, what you're doing, what you believe your mission is. But from there, I'd search out a couple of things. You want to get your first level sounding board would be your professional group that you work with. So it could be your attorney, your accountant, your insurance agent, your banker. Get those first things of your professional organization around you to help you and guide you. They're going to have a lot of experience that you may not have just with the basics of running your business. Then try to find out somebody that you look up to in your industry. So I'll tell you, what we've found a lot is that most people are more than willing to be a giver when it comes to helping other small businesses succeed. Even if they're in the same industry, even if they're in the same town, I know that we don't really consider ourselves competitors with other accounting firms. There's a lot of small businesses out there that need help. We're all working together to try to help them. And it's a nice, easy way to talk. I was very fortunate when I first got started. Mike Dubral over at Watkins Dubral here in town was reached out to me and helped just kind of give me some of his insight. Same thing with Gordon Thompson over at Thompson Dunavit here in Memphis. I had my former partners at Deloitte and Touche, and they were also part of the, you know, they'd, take, they'd ask me to take me to lunch. But it was nice to have a community of people I know I could rely on who'd been in the similar role as I am. I, mean, I, th I believe Mike Ubral and both Gordon Thompson at one point started their firm from scratch, somewhere like I had. I listened to them intently. And then when I joined my association, I was able to find people just like me who maybe it was first or second generation firms or people who had started their own firms like me who were four or five or 10 years ahead of me and had learned something and had some scars to get there. They didn't want me to incur those same scars. 
So I think I would look for your people in your state ministry. You may find an association that you're a part of or a group. So if you're a part of a franchise, obviously there's other franchise owners, but if you're a restaurant owner, hey, go to another local restaurant here in town and talk to them. In Memphis, there's a Memphis Restaurant Association. There's a bunch of restaurant owners just like you. And all most organizations or most businesses in most industries have that opportunity. If you look for it, they're out there. And worst case scenario, I mean, there's always someone like, if it is your accountant, maybe it's us, but if, you're, if we're not your accountant, that person has some guidance that can definitely help you with just, hey, look, I've seen other businesses doing what you're doing. Let's not do that. It's the initial guidance you probably need. So Mike, why do you think community is important? Community is important because it's going to give you something that you need. That is other people around you. That's going to encourage you. That's going to be there to pat you on the back and say you're doing a good job. And it's going to rein you in whenever you're getting off the rails. Doing life alone is not fun and you're going to screw up more. Being isolated from other people is not the way that we were designed. Yeah, I agree with that. And so having having a group of people, whether that is a spouse, whether that is a professional association, whether that is your pickleball partners, whatever that may be, you know, just friendship in general it has the authority to speak into your life and say, you're doing this wrong or you're doing this well. You can't replace that. It's, it's invaluable. And a lot of times business leaders, business owners specifically, they are in a place where they are seen as the man or the woman all the time. Everybody comes to them and says, hey, I need help with this. I need help with that. I need help with this. I need help with that. That unchecked outside of community can tend to lead itself to an inflated view of self, inflated ego. Oh, weird. that's weird. I never thought of it that way. I thought of it the opposite. I thought of it as, oh, I'm supposed to have all the answers. You thought of it like, oh, I'm going to be inflated. I think of the opposite. I'm thinking, oh my God, really? I'm doing all this wrong. Yeah. I, I mean, it could go both ways, but I know that I've seen a lot of times where business owners are so used to being the person that has to make the decision that they can tend to believe the lie that all the decisions they made were right because people are coming back to them and saying, I need, I have another question. I have another question. I need more help, more help, more help. And outside of community, outside of somebody to say, it's the no man to say, hey, you know what? That's a really good idea, but have you also thought about that? Or, you know what? That's a really bad idea. I think you need to focus something over here. Yeah. I don't have that. My natural tendency is to think about what I'm not doing right, not what I'm doing right. I'll do things that I think are right. I think that's the right decision. And I then learned that, you know what? I was just wrong. Who, yeah. who checks that for you? It's usually the bank account. No, um, <laughs> luckily, I've got to the point now we have a good leadership team. My passive friends that really help kind of are my true sounding board and guidance. They help me with, hey, that's a dumb idea. I don't even know why you were thinking that. Or, well, I mean, I would never have done that. So that's kind of a reinforcement both ways. Luckily enough, my team is open and honest enough to humble me every time we go out to a drink and say, hey, remember that dumb idea you did back when? That was dumb. Don't do that again. And so it's been good. I use you guys as a sounding board a lot more than I ever did before. And as we've gone bigger, you know, in the beginning, it was I was by myself. So it'd be like, okay, I'm going to make this decision and go, well, that only cost me five grand. That's not too bad. I had to throw that away after a couple of weeks. And now it's, okay, we decided to do this software. We decided to do this process or we decided to hire this person or whatever it would be. And that wasn't the best idea. And we should make changes from that. It's just a, it usually is a costly lesson and, and people go, Hey, what was the process you used to decide that? And then from there you go, well, I probably didn't follow the process well enough, or I got rose colored glasses, or I was an optimist like I normally am anyway. And so next time I need to take a breath first and then figure it out. You thought the opposite though. You thought, Hey, this is somebody who they think they everything, get everything right all the time. And I definitely don't think it's that not way. that I think that the opposite in the sense of it could be. Yeah. It's a, it's a warning. It's a, if because and it just goes back to my experience in seeing, and you've done this before, where there's a series of decisions that you get to take credit for that are all good <laughs> decisions, 
that can really build yourself up and you think, you know what, I got this stuff figured out. But then there's get, usually unchecked. Get, you usually get that humbled at some point. Yeah, at some point something's going to come and you're going to make a wrong decision and having people around you to be able to point that out before it happens. Nobody has any problem pointing that around here. <laughs> to say, hey, you know what, that's probably not the best way to go about that. It's right. really important. It's not if you make a serious decision, good decision, you're always going to get ego driven. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm just simply saying that it can, left unchecked, outside the community in a completely isolated environment, it's easier for that to happen yeah, than I can see that having people around sure. you that can. So in your role, though, as where you are today, you have your own community for you learning in your own role, but you also have the role of the firm community or my community or the leadership community here. You operate in a different space. You're both a sounding board for other people outside of our organization, but also a sounding board for us in here. But also people are looking to you for that same guidance. You're making decisions independently of me all the time. And so you are the leader that could have that decision be challenged. Yeah, and there's a lot of weight that comes with that. Mm -hmm. I think any leader who takes decision-making lightly is irresponsible. The decision that I make as a leader is going to have a trickle-down effect to potentially a lot of people and potentially in a high impact way. And to do that lightly is irresponsible. Now there's some decisions like, am I going to pick up a blue pen or a black pen? Decide to move on. Who cares? But if it is a, hey, you know what? We're thinking about changing our PTO policy from eight weeks a year to five weeks a year. Well, that's going to have a pretty big effect on people and yep. got to think that through a little bit. And so being able to, those bigger, and that's what really what we're talking about today is those bigger picture, higher impact decisions are typically, not always, but typically better made in a community of people that are going to have the freedom to say what's good, what's bad, and what you may be missing. Maybe outside of our organization, Mike, what are some of the communities you're part of that you kind of lean towards when you're looking for some guidance? For me, honestly, primarily is my spouse. Meredith is super wise, super sharp. I trust her input tremendously, 100%. And so anytime, even you know, work-related or personal decisions, we do that, or at least the personal decisions, we always do that in, in tandem. That's just how we operate our household. But even if it's something work-related that I think is really important, then I'm going to discuss that with her. And she is very good to say, hey, Mike, you are going off the rails here. You, you need to rein it back in. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. I talk to Meredith more. I think. Yeah, yeah. If you want to get something done, you know, that's, that's who you can go to. Right. Yeah. Um, and so she's, she's been phenomenal for me with that. I also have the ability to, uh, we, you know, once a month I meet in a group of other key leaders from different organizations and we hash out a bunch of stuff. And so it can be everything from, Hey, you know what, Matt and I are just, we're rubbing each other the wrong way and getting on each other's nerves and aren't in alignment on anything all the way down to, hey, this is a big decision that we're looking at implementing. Help me with that and help me make sure that I'm thinking things through appropriately. And and that's a really important community to be a part of. It Not necessarily community related, but my just tendency is if there's something going on, I want to read as much as I can about it. So I do a lot of research and I'll find outside communities, whether yeah. it's just online community groups or whatever, and I'll just start posing questions there. Well, we're part of a couple. I mean, our software provider provides a user, yeah, we have user group to be a part groups. of. We've got other firms like ours, similar that we kind of been lucky enough to meet some great people there and learn from their wins and failures, but also use them as a sounding board. Me personally, I in the very beginning, my mom and dad were huge. I mean, I talked to my dad owned a business for 25 years. And so I obviously bounced a thousand ideas off of him and he kept telling me I was nuts anyway. 
when he would have thought me I was nuts from the beginning, but he was always been super supportive with everything we've we've done. And I've had a business coach. I had a business coach for well over 10 years in the beginning of the business. And then as I grew up and the business matured a little bit, I use my leadership team now for that same role. I know you use your team today internally for sounding board as well. I, I just, I firmly believe the more people that I can get involved in a decision, not necessarily they have a vote, but their opinion matters the more thought out, the more chance of success that decision has. I agree with that. Now, there's a downside of that in that sometimes it can slow things down and we can't move as fast or be as agile. I'm not necessarily talking about the lack of decision making. That's a different issue. But the ability to get other people on board so that whenever the decision is made, everybody's moving the same direction. As I think it's just important to understand community is extremely valuable for leaders because we don't have it all figured out. Right. And we don't have all the answers, and we we sometimes think we do, and that could be a dangerous Our I know our team here acts as that sounding board a lot for our clients. You know, it is one of those things where a lot of these owners do feel isolated, and one of our big things here is empathy because we know that they're running around in a million different directions every day trying to run their businesses. But, you know, we were lucky enough to see we have perspective. So, we, you know, we see 300 or so businesses a month and how they operate and what makes them successful and not as successful as others. And, you know, what we can get from very interesting guidance to them on, hey, you know, have you thought about this? Because we've seen this be working with other people and we think this be a, a way for you to improve, you know, what you're able to do. But they also can bounce ideas off of this. Hey, we're looking at growing into another location or we're wanting to, I want to hire my spouse. Well, I've hired my spouse for, let's talk about <laughs> what that looks like. Yep. You know, I, and I did that. So when I, you know, when Mandy went to work for here, I reached out to people, clients of ours, had spouses working in them to find out what went well and what didn't work well with them. And, and so it was a good way for me to understand, you know, what some of the challenges were having a spouse that works for you. Well, a lot of our small businesses don't have that. And so, you know, one of the things we rely on our team is you guys have to be that sounding board for them. And if they don't know the answer, they know how to bring other people on the team that have been through that. So. That's that's really one of the things I love about working in public accounting versus in a, in a private company is that we do get to see so much stuff. There's a variety of things that pop up on every single day that is sometimes unique to that one mm-hmm. particular client, but a lot of times is transferable. Yeah, most of the time it's, you know, with widgets, what we sell are different, but the businesses operate in a similar yep. manner. For a service-based business, we operate similar. We may sell, like, I have a dentist or an optometrist or a vet they really don't operate that much different than an accounting firm. I mean, they have different product, but the reality is we still have a service-based business that we have to model off ourselves off yeah, of. Yeah, I'll give you an example. One of the one of the ways that this rears its head a lot in the the payroll side of our organization is when we're bringing on new clients, we're a lot of times getting into the PTO plans for that particular client. And it is a very common question we get when we're setting up that stuff and asking questions about what the company's trying to accomplish. Very common question is, well, how do other people do this? Yep. What do other companies do? And I could tell you from working with hundreds of companies, they're all a little bit unique, but they really fall into two, maybe three main ways of doing it. Right. And so to be able to sit down with a, a new client specifically and, and say, look, this is what you're doing. These are what other companies similar to you or in the same industry as you offer. And there's the benefits well, I of that, do that. <laughs> and the disadvantages of that. It's just going to raise the quality of the game overall. And I, that's what I enjoy about working here too. is to have those types of conversations because there is a lot of variety in what we see in that the community effect of all of that. Right. We can then apply to any one specific client as they, they come up with stuff because we don't see a ton of new stuff that, that nobody's ever experienced. There's nothing new under the sun, right? And so, you know, having people around you. COVID. That say, Other than that, nothing. Yeah. yeah. You know, COVID, even though it's unique. And now we have a community of that. Virus, <laughs> 
you know, business disruption, that wasn't unique, you know, going yeah. through an economic downturn, that wasn't unique. And so, you know, who are you out there asking and talking to about like, what happened in 08, 09, or, you know, you can, you know, name the time span in which we had similar, similar yep. stuff happening. You know, what do we expect from here? Those are all questions that can be asked within a community of people that have been there and done that. I mean, when we, all this stuff was going on for us, I mean, we, we saw our community of our association get tighter more than ever. We were sharing information better than we ever have. And so it was one of those things where it was nice to, to have that community because we could, have you seen this? Or here's what I saw, you know, here's the application, new application or the new law or the new guidance that was given or, hey, this bank is working and this bank is not working. It was nice to have that sounding board to go off of and go, hey, I need to be following this lead. And we shared all of our information with everybody. And they shared it with us. So, it was, and I knew that we were all working together to for the same cause. Yeah, that was especially true. Like whenever the FFCRA stuff was coming out and the CARES Act, as it before anything was finalized, there was. I know that you were doing it. I yeah. know. Uh, with us, it was the payroll group was an industry that we're part of. And there are multiple emails every single day of people, hey, I'm hearing this and, and we have a lobbying group. And so then we're getting some direct stuff and hey, this is what's being discussed behind closed doors. And this is the direction. So we, we had a little bit of an insight and, and yep. the final provisions of all that stuff wasn't as unexpected. So we were e it was easier for us to pivot to help because we had some community that was helping us stay up to date. And that's specific to COVID and some of the stuff that's going on right now, but the principle is the same. The more that you can be around people that are asking the right questions, that are sharing information, it's going to elevate the game of everybody's organization. Yeah, I know that, you know, our clients overall and, and even the people we're not working with, but same, I, I would say, you know, my goal with community would be try to find people with like-minded values, like industries, people that have your best interest at heart. You're trying to grow your business or, or run your business the way you want to, but at the same time, knowing that you need somebody to kind of bounce ideas off of. If you don't have a business coach locally, I'd look for one. If you are not a part of an association in your industry, I'd try to find one. If you can, find a peer group. So find a, a group of all, just other business owners similar to you. There's a number of those out there. In Memphis, there's three or four different major groups that can have a mastermind group. But having that sense of people that you can really rely on to bounce ideas off of, hold you accountable, kick you in the butt, pat you on the back, that's a big deal. Absolutely. And you know, if you're a client of ours at Patrick County or works and you don't feel like you have that support. Let us be that sounding board. As you have things popping up that you just have a question on, give us a call. If you want to sit down and, and talk through, this is a new marketing plan I'm trying to think about or whatever, give us a call. Let us, let us help you as much as we can. Let us share our knowledge with you. That's what we're here for. We want yep. to see small businesses across the country get one step better. And we want to be a part of that to the degree that we can be a part of that. And so we would love to hear where you're finding community, whether that is in industry groups or you have people specifically that you want to give a shout out to. So find us on social media and let us know what groups you're part of, who is the community that you rely on the most. Thanks and have a wonderful day. Thanks for tuning in. Head over to works.com for webinars, blogs, and more content. That's works, W-H-I-R-K-S.com. See you next time.